Welcome to the Getting Better Podcast. This is Imani Jamal here. Thank y'all for coming out. And we got a big brother, Maulana Ascari Talbert over here. What's going on, hey, sir? what's going on, y'all? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. So welcome again to another episode of the Getting Better Podcast. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Uh, before we get started, shout out to Detroit is Different, uh, sponsoring us on this network, helping us get this podcast up and running. So I want to give that shout out again to Kari Frazier. Detroit is Different, y'all. So Thank y'all so much. So again, welcome to the Getting Better Podcast. And the whole reason and purpose for this podcast is for us to have a dialogue to get various perspectives and solutions to what we experience as men. And to say it another way, we want to discuss the emotional and social development of men via discussion. We want to go ahead and create that safe space for men to go ahead and voice their thoughts and voice their opinions. So yeah, man, thanks for joining us, bro. Uh, you know, we got you here. We doing this another episode here. Uh, our overall arching theme this season has been talking about relationships. So what's the uh, what's the one we're talking about today? So today we're dealing with relationships, but we're focusing on dating. Mm. So for our single brothers out there, we want to get the perspective of what we're experiencing out here, um, what we are expecting to get out of this, and what the ultimate, ultimate goal or plan is. So that's what today is about, bro. Okay, yeah, man. And I know with everything that we've talked about this season with the relationships, we wanted to make sure to get these conversations started. And we've definitely, you know, have had some good ones and we're glad to, to keep it going. Uh, we have a, a special guest with us here today. And, you know, um, I'm glad that we are able to find brothers on here that kind of got a good head on their shoulders, as we like to say. And like you said, bro, you wanted to highlight those men out here in the community uh, with that thought process, with that good mind on their on their on their body. So, yeah, man, why don't you uh, introduce our guest? It's your uh, it's your guy. It's your personal friend. I'm sure you can do the introduction better than I can. Well, I want to say that this brother he he means a lot to me. Um, when I was going through my teaching phase, uh, I worked at Wayne County Community College as a tutor, and this was one of the brothers that I can identify, kind of my age range. You might not keep saying that I'm old, but <laughs> nonetheless, this is one of the brothers that, you know, I, I didn't want to say this because he probably don't post this out a lot. But one, he's a drummer. Mm, so that, that's another look. He knows music. Okay. Um, and the brother got other skills that, you know, is just inspiring to me. So I was able to link up with the brother while I was actually in college um, and he was in college as well. So we linked up, you know, kindred spirits. And um, it blossomed from there. Like the brother just said today, it was it's been like a twenty year old friendship. Man, so that's uh, this my brother. I want to bring to the stage uh, <laughs> for everybody else. Uh, my brother Chris McClendon. 
Yes, sir. Hey, All right. welcome, Chris. Welcome, welcome, man. Thanks for, for joining us today, man. So, hey, it's uh, it's glad to have you here. Glad you can make it out to the podcast. So you already know what our topic is that we're talking about. Uh, sure. You know, we talked about um, going in relationships. So mm-hmm. um, we before we dive in, though, we like to have a little fun. Right? Okay. We go ahead and like to play some games before we get to the serious business. Okay. So uh, what, uh, what game do we got today we can uh, have some fun starting off with? Well, Imani, I think we're going to do... A um like an icebreaker, real easy icebreaker. Okay. So today we're gonna deal with um a question. Let's go. What looks easy peasy, but is actually difficult? Mm. What looks easy like, peasy? Is that it, are, are we referring to like life or like cooking or like in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, you would bring up cooking. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm, I guarantee you, I'm not, not now neither I'm one of us would ever bring up cooking. Okay, but um, actually, that's a good question. I think it's just um, whatever perspective you bring to it. So, what would you expect to be easy? But then when you actually start doing it, is it ain't as easy as you thought it was? Do you? Do you right, so I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about dating. Okay. So no, 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 no. We're not getting into dating yet. No, we're just talking about life and life. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Raising kids. It could be okay. You know, um, fixing cars, whatever. Um, being fiscally responsible. Mm. Uh, okay. It, se- it seems like something that, I mean, obviously you save more than you spend, but actual financial or being fiscally intelligent mm-hmm. is as difficult as being um, intellectually intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like book knowledge, like it takes studying and effort and uh, um, application to actually build the principles and strategy for financial wealth because there's a way that you can look for. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm not going to be long-winded, but I have a friend named um, Ryan who I know I've made twice the amount of money as, as him, mm-hmm. probably my entire career. But this guy is so savvy with money. And too, he had kind of like a, a good head start because mm-hmm. um, he's white. <clears throat> but anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, but no, but seriously, he's extremely um, strategic with how he spends money and the way that he approaches things. And because of that, his family has been able to to reap the benefits of his due diligence because he just understands he doesn't look at money the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it until I just sat down and had a conversation with him about it, like, how do you do that? Like, and he was just explaining like, well, listen, this is how I look at money. You look at money and you see your check and you see $600 left after you pay bills. You see, okay, I got $600 left after I pay bills. I don't see that. I see the 10% that I'm going to keep, the 20% that I'm going to put here, mm-hmm. the 30% that I'm going to put here. Da, 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 da. He was like, every dollar is automatically accounted for mm. the minute I get any money. And that ain't how black people typically roll. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That every dollar is accounted for the minute you get it. So long-winded way of saying um, um, fiscal strategy and responsibility or being financially free no matter what stage of, of money you're making is seems easy, but it's very difficult. Okay. It's layers. Okay. It's layers to it. It's levels for sure. I- Imani, I'm a jump to you, brother. What would you think would be easy, but actually isn't? What it was, so what I found out that was um, thought was going to be easy, but actually wasn't 
was running a business. Like mm. I'm gonna be entrepreneurship. Yeah, I'm gonna be 100%. I've uh, started a few other businesses before, right? And did things um, to go ahead and try to make them flourish. You know, not all of them worked out. Um, but now I'm currently in a, in a business right now. And um, it's a lot harder uh, than, yeah. you know, it's, it's levels to this, as they, <laughs> as they say. So the level that we're doing it at now, you know, now we got employees and now, we're you know, we got budgets and we're trying to make sure, you know, we make payroll. I didn't have to worry about that stuff before. Sure. So, you know, when I started with this business, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I got it. We good. And this week, it's uh, been six months. And I'm like, man, I ain't never spent this much time <laughs> yeah. doing much of anything like that before. So um, just based upon just my history and experience of doing stuff with other type of businesses that I've participated in, this business ain't nothing like like the other ones. So, uh, yeah, I would say uh, running a business, uh, it, like I said, it seemed a lot easier easier just because of my experience I've had in the past and then we started this one it's like yeah this ain't ain't nothing like that so sure yeah yeah that's that's what I would like go ahead and say about that which kind of close to your fiscal sure, responsibility sure, 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 sure. almost I was know? gonna say yeah because not to butt in but yeah, yeah, no, you're good. outside of that I think that the two are are one and the same because you have to have that same fiscal responsibility to yeah. run a business yeah <laughs> yeah and and <laughs> one thousand percent entrepreneurship is a thousand percent harder than it looks. Yeah, it looks for sure. so like a, so free. Oh, you get you ain't got no balls. You can mm-hmm. wake up when you want to go to mm-hmm. sleep when you want to. Like no, yeah, nope, yeah, all of that. And then the businesses yeah. that I had before were businesses where it's just like one myself or just you know one other person maybe you know as yeah. as a partner. Like this, my Alana, we we we're still doing business together now. So a lot of times the stuff we've done just been us too. But now it's like, yeah, you got 10, 15 other people like, you know, where that check going? Where that check at, man? Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's, it's it's a different it's a different level and more responsibility and making sure, you know, the P's and uh, what the P's and Q's are crossed off. So, yeah. So, yeah. What about you, bro? What uh, what what, what are you thinking? Ooh, what? Um, I honestly think that what was seemingly easy on the outside was finding peace. <clears throat> um. Where, you know, they say all you got to do is just meditate, just breathe, just take it easy, (laughs) just, you know, relax. And I younger, it was much easier for me to do, maybe because I had less responsibility. Well, actually, I had a lot of responsibility growing up, too. But less. No, I had a lot of responsibility growing up. But um, you might you was it less than what you have now, though? It was. So that's (laughs) what I'm saying. It was just less. Still responsible, just less responsibility. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So now I have, um, like, sometimes I have a hard time staying asleep. And so now I have to figure out ways, like, well, one, why is my mind racing? And then, you know, that self-talk, it, it just makes it more where I have to study myself. And as I get older, you know, stuff don't work like it used to. So how do you adjust? And then you got to deal with, like, wh- why are you more on edge? And then, you know... You got to be honest with yourself. Life has changed. The people you cared about, the people that put their arms around you, they're not here no more. They could have died because of old age. They, mm-hmm. You know, they could have moved away. Mm-hmm. So it's just realizing that, that now that I'm grown up, you know, it takes a little bit more concentration and focus to be able to touch your center. Yeah. And so that that's, that's one of the things that I mm-hmm. think is more uh, challenging than it looks. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, peace is all any man really wants, right? Absolutely. You know? And, you know, we try to 
go about it in a lot of different ways to facilitate what that looks like for us. But I think a lot of times identifying what peace looks like is difficult because you typically don't know any men that live a peaceful life to even emulate it. Mm. So to try to accomplish something that you've never even seen before is hard because I don't know no man that's just living this peaceful Zen life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most dudes I know dealing with the same shit I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, can you say shit? Yeah. So, you know, for whether it be, you know, romantic relationships, whether it be financial, personal demons, mm-hmm. spiritual wars, you know, physical, you know, um, that that humanity comes in because you know even as getting older as a man and and I I always would hear people talk about it but it, it wasn't until I got mid thirties when you start feeling your body change you start oh, being bro. like yo like yeah I'm not young like that no yeah. more you know what I'm saying you like you're shooting you might have to go to the emergency <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> you know what I'm saying yes, and sir. then and then that biological clock if you will starts clicking because you start realizing like. I ain't got a lot of time to facilitate this yep. peace. Like yep. I'm trying to be peaceful mm-hmm. and I I got to make some moves happen so that I can get to peace. But I feel my body starting to deteriorate mm-hmm. before I get to that point of Still being able to. Mortality. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 a good one, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, with that being said, I think this is perfect when you just framed up. Uh, your mortality. Sure. Um, and, and actually, in everything both you and Imani were saying, what I heard mm-hmm. was as men having a, a clear vision um, and a clear focus or purpose on what your outcomes, what outcomes you want, if we're not clear on that and if we're not identifying and attacking that, then we waste time. Sure. And that's one thing, just as wasting money is important, well, not wasting money is important, so is not wasting your energy because your true resource as a man is your time sure. and your focus, sure. the attention you give to things. So I think that that is perfect to kind of go back to when you are... Monty, you cool with going into the, the, the topic now? Yeah, yeah, okay. no. It's, you know, we uh, are talking about dating, right? And so sure. it's it's funny that y'all are talking about time right and resources mm-hmm. and energy mm-hmm. and peace like mm-hmm. these are all things that <laughs> when you're a man you're putting into a relationship and also at least that peace part you're hoping that you get that out of it as well sure you know so t- talk 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 tell us about kind of like your experience regarding dating you know like i said i'm married uh so dating is uh is now you're dating in the relationship so that's completely different now yeah. but you know with you with your experience in regards to just finding somebody to put that time and that energy and those resources into like talk to me kind of tell us about that experience for you kind of um well dating for me um has been interesting um i think that in today's time when people are just so expendable because if you are a you know fairly handsome guy or you know, fairly attractive. I am. <laughs> I am. You know, or, or or you know, an attractive woman. You know, it used to be a time where people felt special, right? Where you would meet someone, and 
you know, if they thought you were attractive, they thought you was cute, they liked your vibe, it was like it felt special, mm-hmm. you know. But I think now it's hard to feel special with people when all a person got to do, do is throw a picture on Instagram and 700 people are like, oh, we like you, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it starts to make people feel like, well, I don't got to deal with that. I could just get another one of you or, you know. So I think that... um the, the actual time and patience it takes to actually cultivate a relationship, that's sort of gone. So when you date people, it's almost like you speed dating all the time because you're trying to sort through, are they dating somebody else? Or mm-hmm. do they like me enough? Am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to just be yourself in today's time because I'm a, I'm a real, and he could tell you, I'm a real old school gentleman, like I'm an old school '90s R&B type of lover, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's hard to be that in today's time when you feel like if you do too much of this, oh, you being thirsty, or you doing the most, or oh, girl, he. And if you do, if you don't do enough, it's like, oh, you you want to be a player, oh, you you ain't emotionally available, and it's hard trying to find that sweet spot of you know, being assertive enough in your masculinity to be assertive, Mm -hmm. but also being sensitive enough to have the relational aspect flourish organically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what I've, I've come up with this thought, if you will, and this is as of probably like a week or so ago, because I was thinking, um, and it came off the heels of like, breaking off something with somebody that I was kind of talking to. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because they were a bad person. It just, I felt like, you know, I just don't want to waste no time, you know, because I feel like this ain't what it need to be. Mm-hmm. And rather than spend the time to, you know, whatever, I'm going to just let that go. And I was made to feel like, I owed that person my time and attention just because they wanted to give me their time and attention, mm-hmm. even though the way that they were being wasn't aligned with what I needed or what I was trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And um, I have this theory that says uh, you can be guarded because of your hurt. You can be guarded because of the experiences that you've had, or you can be who you are and be open to the possibility of whatever love has for you. Because you could be wrong 40 times, but mm-hmm. you only need to be right once. Yep. So just be who you are. I believe that, you know, God will provide the rest. You just have to just be organically who you are. And sometimes it ain't going to work. Sometimes it is going to work. But I can't be timid about how I like to love. I just got to do mm-hmm. me. And you got to be unique. I just got to, I just got to not, I just got to not even try to be different. I just need to be organically who I am. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And if it works out, great. If it don't, then, you know, that just ain't the one. I'm one step closer to knowing who's my person because that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I can't move afraid no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I, for a while, I was afraid to be who I am for real. You know, so <laughs> you, you, you got me over here bleeding on the tongue. I'm saying, bro. bro. Listen, one of the things that I, I say about this dating experience now that I'm dating, uh, I've been dating for a few years now. Okay. One of the things that I realize is dating is stupid. 
Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and what I mean by that is in the dating experience, it, what it teaches you is that when you don't like something, you just replace it. So it goes back to this dispendable. Everybody's just so expendable. Expendable, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody, if if you tell, if a woman tells you she likes you and if that's exposed to the rest of the world, then she's a pick me. If you tell a woman to show your affection genuinely to a woman that, that reciprocates it, then for you, you assent. Yeah. So th- that's one thing. And then the other thing that I don't really like about the whole dating scene is it trains you to be um, callous. Okay. You once I've been out here for a minute, bro. Okay. So I didn't dealt with um the whole what's the things where they when they when it ain't the person that's in the picture? Um oh, catfish. Catfish, yeah. <laughs> I've I've been catfish. I've been talked to a, mm. I talked to a woman and I said something wrong, she just hung up in my face. That's one thing I do not appreciate, right? Don't yeah. if you can't find words in your heart or in your mind to articulate what you're doing. How old are you that you got to hang up on somebody, especially when we just trying to talk and understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out of all of, all of that, it, it puts you back where you don't you don't want to show that. Like and then some you become the person that you telling people not to become. You start putting people through like these mazes to see if they can get to you. Cause the last person that you just let get real well, close. Let me let me let me address <laughs> go, that though. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I, th- I think in that. I feel you. Uh-huh. And that's kind of the space that I was in. Uh, yeah. But I feel like that's still, you're still doing a disservice to who you are genuinely. Because the mo- the moment you start moving like that, moving all calculated and weird, yeah, 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 yeah. you miss your opportunity to run into your person. Because when you have when you when you run into your person, yeah. it's gonna click. Yeah. Now, if it ain't clicking, it's because that ain't your person. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that I had, you know what? And this, I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It wasn't until I had the full spectrum of relationships to where I started moving differently. And it wasn't until I unintentionally hurt someone that did nothing wrong to me. I just wasn't feeling them. Yes, sir. And then I understood what it felt like when I was trying to give love to a person that just I just wasn't for them. Yes, sir. And I didn't understand, like, okay, if I'm here trying to be everything you want me to be, how, how can you just turn me down? And it yep. wasn't until... Someone was being that to me, and I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, "Oh!" But that's that's the point that I was making. That we become callous, and we become the people that we say we don't want to become. Yeah, and that's just an example of that. But you're right. Once you start to to reflect and go internally, you have to say, "Well, what can I do to get this certain outcome?" Because I know what I want. Your goal can't change. Yeah. If your goal is, and and for me, the goal has to be something sustainable that that fits all parties, right? Sure. But you have to be happy in, in wherever you are. Sure. So I think the, the only point that I was making is that dating, it creates, it has a culture of um, being expendable. Yeah. It has a culture of getting callous. Sure. And it has a culture of not connecting with the heart of the person that you're dealing with. Sure. So the the question is, how do you and this is this is like the conversation I want us to have. How do you how can we as men be able to create the purpose that we want to go into? Like if you're going into dating to marry or if you're going into dating just to 
get a particular flavor of the different women that's out here. I mean, that's good. You need to know where you are. Yeah. It, you know, no judgment. So how do we move forward from after you've experienced all these women or, you know, whatever your flavor is, after you did all of that, what's your end How goal? you bring it home? How you, yeah, how you yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, how you wrap this joker up? I think, I think first off is knowing who you are. Okay. Well, my, you want me to interject for Yeah, well, you got to say yeah, something. I mean, well, yeah, because so. we don't want to, because me and him, <laughs> we'll keep going, bro. I don't want you to, you the married, but you, 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 you at home base, so. Well, no, no, it's, it's I'm, I'm looking back at, like, my experience. Um, He's like, I'm trying to remember what it was like. <laughs> I'm looking back on my experience of dating, right? And for okay. me, it was, um, it was, it was different. Yeah, like y'all have come to this understanding and revelation, right? But it sounds like y'all have come to this understanding and revelation through experience, sure. right? And for me, I, I didn't date a lot, right? Okay. Uh, met my wife when I was like 22. Hey, bro, kind of so, yeah. it's slightly seeming like you calling us whores. Uh, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that to your face. I just do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, right. All right. So yeah, no, I, I I did not date a lot, right? Okay. And even with that, um, in regards to um, just understanding and learning just that process, right? It was just my father that raised me. And so, you know, my father was a single dude for okay. like 10, 11 years. Mm. So he got married when I was 12. Okay. And so, um, you know, he was what, in his what, 30s? At that time, 30s, going into 40s during that time. So, okay. you know, seeing, understand, learning just from observation in regards to how he dated, right? There were things that he did that I did not necessarily want to do, right? Uh, you know, he, like I said, he eventually did get married, um, but that was how I learned or gathered information in regards to how to go ahead and date. And as I got older, I was like, okay, there might be a couple of things that I'm not trying to go ahead and do, sure. right? Which probably informs the decision why I even thought about getting married at such a such a young age. So y'all are talking about these different things and experiences that y'all have had. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I'm not talking about the people, but just like what, the information that yeah, you've learned. Yeah, information, yeah. Yeah, so my question is like, Outside, like marijuana, you're how old you are, Chris? How, how old are you? I'm 39, be 40 this year. Okay, cool. So yeah. you're younger than marijuana. All right, cool. So yeah, you know, with uh, y'all have had these experiences uh, in regards to relationships and dating and things like that. But when you're younger, where do you even have these conversations? Right outside of the male figure that might be in your life, and depending on what that male figure is doing, that might may or may not be a positive, you know, role model for that. So, what you know, we we were talking about community yesterday. Yeah, you know, where do you just learn how to do this? How, how to that, date? That's a good question. You know, what's crazy is that I learned a lot of my dating and my approach. From like, it's gonna sound stupid, but you know, from R and B songs. Like mm. I treat I treated women like the R and B songs say you're supposed to treat women. You know mm. what I'm saying? It wasn't R Kelly songs. It was like, <laughs> you know, we talking, we talking, you know, one twelve. We talking, or we if we can go, we can go Donnie. We can go Stevie yes, Wonder. Mm, we yes, can go. Sir. So when I when I think of the song like My Sharia more, when I think of. um you know, Donny Hathaway's uh, "You Were Meant for Me." When I when I think of Anita Baker's "Sweet Love" and giving you the best I got, that that's what love meant to me in my head. Mm-hmm. So what I would try to do is recreate 
those situations in my life. And I think that it might have been a lot of it might have been a little bit too heavy for girls in the sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I might have been, been coming on a little bit too strong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I had hopeless to... romantic at 12. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, but, but at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, to, just to go back to um, Ascari's um, question, it's like, how do you get to that point? Um, the, the, I'm going to be completely transparent and say, like, I don't got all the answers, way. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I wish I knew the way to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. All I know how to do is be open and honest and authentic mm. in my approach, mm-hmm. in my communication. Now, I can practice on getting better at communication. I can practice on learning more about myself and... Because it's, it's very difficult to understand who you need as a support or what, what type of wife you need without first understanding who you are. It's like trying to run a business mm-hmm. without, and you want to a, a, a business partner or a manager to run your business. But you don't know what kind of business it is. You know, it could be a pizza place. It could be a cell phone store. Those are two completely different skill sets, you mm-hmm. know, which require two different temperaments, two types of people, and certain people that work great in this particular arena may not work in good for this arena. You may be the type of person that has a um, legacy agenda, where your agenda is about doing mission work and you ain't focused on money, you ain't yeah. focused on nothing. You just want to do God's work or you want to help the community or whatever, so you may not live a rich life. Whoever your partner is has to understand that that's your vision and be in love with that vision. Mm-hmm. That's a different person that's like very entrepreneurial and she wants to take over the world with her man and she wants to go on trips to Dubai and all of this other stuff. That's a completely different woman than no disrespect. Either one is fine. Mm -hmm. But first identifying who you are so you know how to lead your family. Mm. So, 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 Chris, I think that's 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 a perfect uh, point. So for. What I, what I wanted to do is bring in the experiences that we've learned, that we went through. Sure. So in your dating, are you at a stage where you're you're ready to bring it in? Or are you at a stage where you still, you got your, you got your fillers out? No, so, you, no, no, no. So I'm, I'm very clear with my, with right now I am dating to marry. Like okay. I'm looking for my person. Okay. Like I don't, I don't desire to be out here kicking it with a whole bunch of women. None of that. So with that being understood, mm-hmm. then what is your like you were saying last week? You had to cut. You had to cut ties. Mm-hmm. You, it sounds like you're getting. You're in the same state, or we're in a similar space where you're getting more narrow, not narrow minded, mm-hmm. no, but you're no, getting you, more focused yeah. on what your goal is and, and all the rest of the stuff, you kind of shedding that away. You know what I well, mean? So it, it's less about the goal and more about understanding that this person doesn't fit and I'm and not taking it. Cause my ego, and what I mean by ego, I don't mean ego in terms of like being grandiose. It's more about like having the perception is of good guy. And what I mean by that is, is I don't want anybody that I've ever dealt with to feel like I did them wrong or for them to feel like I, was, I wasn't a good guy to them. So a lot of times 
I be taking the L's and dealing with people longer than I should, <laughs> trying not to be the bad guy. Listen, man, that's, listen, that's listen. tough, man. Bro, bro. You, you always gonna you always gonna make an enemy. Well, you, I don't, not yeah. even make it, but there's a way to do it mm. and be respectful and be true to who you are. Mm. But th this is the issue that, like, maybe is the type of women you deal with. One thing that I notice, and this is why I brought getting the whole idea of being callous, because sometimes when you are like trying to protect your heart. It it puts people out, and then they become something that they know. Any other people who talk like who gives them an analysis, who says like this person is real cool, but my experience with that person was like they 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 shitty. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think sometimes when once you've been doing something for so long and you haven't had the outcome, and you start to look at it, you got to shift your perspective. Um. That that affects you, and that affects where you're going. So if 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 you're dating somebody, and you've been dating them for one or two years, um, what's what's your process for going ahead and and going to that next level? Because you have been, I don't know, I should I like put it okay. Yeah. So you've been married before, sure. So you know that process from going from yeah we cool this is getting serious to yo it's time. Sure. So what what's kind of like what has been your um your like knowing stage? Um again I I start off my TED talk by saying I am not a relationship guru and I do not have all the answers. Way now, now the so, only reason I'm asking is because yeah. as men we want to have a discussion. So I'm talking to you like Chris. Yeah. What you've been doing? So I share what I've been doing. I, well, I could tell you. Uh -huh. I could tell you the way that I did it. I would never do again. Hmm. The way that I did it because in my maturity I understood that in all of these situations it was my ego that. Hmm. It's, it's insidious because it doesn't... Hey, bro, for people who got GED, like, you can't just drop, like, $3 words, bro. Insidious. Okay, so put it like this. It's basically, it's it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Clothing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like ego. It looks like, oh, I'm just being a nice guy. Or it looks like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, be sweet. I was more infatuated with my idea of the type of man that I wanted to be with any woman that I dealt with. So therefore, I dealt with women and I overgave to myself to try to earn, like no different than there are certain women that get with dudes and like they do all of this stuff and, and be like, oh, he dogged me. And it was like, no, y'all just weren't compatible. Mm -hmm. You did all of this stuff. He wasn't a bad guy. It just, it didn't, it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. But what people will do is they'll come and then throw everything on you yep. and then make you feel bad because it's, it's not aligned with what you want. And I would do that. I would love bomb people by just like showers, cars, candy, roses, this, that. Nah, uh, love me, love me, love me, love me. Be, be exactly what I want you to be because I'm giving you all of this. And then when they wouldn't reciprocate, I'd be like, see, y'all women ain't nothing. And really... It wasn't, and I'm not, it, and it was, it didn't happen with, because really, I never did that with a lot of women. Yeah. But for the ones that I did do it for, and I didn't get the reaction that I wanted, I would feel like, man, they just don't appreciate a good guy. And and really, at the end of the day, it just, I, I gave too much too fast, first off. I, I should be more responsible with my heart. Mm. Right? I should be more responsible with my time and attention. I should have been more responsible with my resources 
So there's a there's a balance between being those things, but also making a person earn some of those things from you as opposed to just running in and just, ah, here go everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the way that I was doing things at first. I would shower them with all of Chris and they would be so infatuated. And by the time I realized that they weren't even in the, compa- they didn't even have the capacity to reciprocate. Yep. I would judge them for it. Yep. And that wasn't their fault. That was my arrogance that felt like my love is so good. I can make you be what I want you to be. That's that's a good point. Um, One thing that I experience is that if you don't have a clear way for people to access your heart, um, your, your experience will teach you that that's one thing that is very important because if you allow too many people to have access to your heart, you're not being clear on what you want out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. You're not being clear on what's important to you. So you're not prioritizing, which as men, I think it's important that we have a vision for whatever goal we want or whatever objective we want to get closer to. And if even in a love relationship, if that's not what our goal is, then what, what are we leading? Sure. What, what are we doing? Right? What are we doing? That, that's a good point. Imani, come on, bro. Well, I, I know you got something for us. Well, you know, it's you brought up a point earlier, Chris, right? About uh, being open and honest, right? Sure. And that that can mean a lot of things, right? And so, to me, when you're saying being open and honest, that sounds like about being open and honest about who you are and, and about yourself, right? But you got to learn that first. Yeah. So that's yeah. so that's like my question, right? Like, how do you how do you get to that point, bro? Like, like being getting to yourself, being open and honest with who you are. How do you get to that point? I think that it's um, we are. I think that there's we are a compilation of our experiences, our thoughts. Um, our history, mm-hmm. our our environment. There's so many um, different things that play into effect to determine how our character is shaped. And I think that when you look at who you are, that goes to Ascari's point. And what are you like? What are you working towards? Because it's less about who you are and more about who you're becoming because Mm. if you're actually working towards something, there's a certain type of characteristic or a certain type of vibe that you need to carry with you as you're trying to pursue this. But if you don't have any direction, it's hard to identify no different than I was saying like, okay, you have a business, Mm -hmm. you want to open up a restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm looking to hire, I'm using food analogy because obviously I'm a chef, right? If you, if you're trying to open up a restaurant and I'm looking for a chef to, I'm the owner of the restaurant. I'm looking for a chef to run the restaurant. If I don't know what kind of food I want to serve, I don't know what kind of a chef to hire. I first need to be clear with what I'm doing, what kind of restaurant do I want to have? What what do I see this being? And literally, it's up to you to decide who you are. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you are a compilation of your experiences and your thoughts and your actions from yesterday. So you could decide today who you want to be and then start moving in that direction. If you want to say, if you, right now you said, you know what? I'm going to be a doctor or I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. You could decide tomorrow to go apply for medical school 
fill out whatever financial aid or yeah, you got the money, just pay for medical school, yeah. whatever. You know, like you get to decide what trajectory you take. And then I think that at the core, at the core of who you are as an individual, that's something that you have to just spend time with yourself on. And, you know, it could come through revelation, prayer. Like, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't have the answers on how you can actually fully understand yourself. And I, and I don't necessarily know if there's ever a point where you fully understand every aspect about you. I think we're always in self, you know, in flux. development yeah. or self-actualization or self-discovery. And, that, and and that's that's to me, that's a good point, right? That you're always, if you from an early age are able to understand like that you are always going to be changing, but if the overarching theme is for you to change into a better person, sure, I think that that makes it great or makes you better in regards to who you are becoming or, or who you're going to be later. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at, on the flip side of that, right? When you were talking about finding that person or finding those people that you're compatible with, I think when you're going through that process, you also have to understand you have to be okay with being by yourself. Sure. Like you have to be okay with being alone. Sure. Because you're either going to find somebody at some point early on while you're still in this development and this chrysalis, I guess, into the, whatever you're going to grow into to find that person to be with. But some people don't like being alone. It's like, hey, I'm going to be with whoever's here right now. And then now, now your relationship hopping and that that's affecting you know, that growth or that change or that process you're going through. And it's funny you mentioned that because, um, Actually, in my last relationship was probably the hardest breakup that I ever experienced because it was somebody that wanted the relationship. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like who that person was becoming or who that person was and who I was trying to become just was getting further and further and further Mm -hmm. apart. And, And I wanted to bring this person with me. It's just... It wasn't. It just yeah. wasn't the person. Yeah. And I wanted it to be the person so bad. And in in my previous situations, in my previous situations, I would just let it rock and be like, well, it's going to have to just end, but I ain't going to end it. To have the ma- emotional maturity, to your point, to just say, you know what? It's probably better that I just be by myself than for us both to be miserable. Because mm. I'm not going to be happy. You're yeah. not going to be happy. Mm. I know we want this, but... You it it'll serve you better to go find someone more compatible for you, mm-hmm. and it will serve me better for me to find somebody more compatible. And it was a very hard thing to do. It was extremely hard, but I mean, I feel like it was worth it. Let me um let me jump in real quick. What I've been thinking about and and hearing um one emotional sensitivity is really important in developing relationships or getting into relationships. That's one thing I I hear from y'all talking. Sure. Uh, the other thing that I want to kind of highlight and get a better understanding on from both um, Imani and Chris, um, and I, I'll share my thoughts as well, but what are your needs in dating or what are your needs mm. in a relationship as a man? Um, and, and before I go to too far into that, uh, I want to frame it in a way where Imani kind of sees itself in it. Even though I know that you are in a a committed marriage, Mm -hmm. the idea of 
you constantly becoming a new person, she constantly becoming a new person, that excitement of being inquisitive about learning your mate or learning the person that you are communing with um, is very important. So the the idea of being able to um, know what your base is, how how is she satisfying your base or is she just doing what she's always done and you're being okay with it, but as you're growing is not, it is is like you're outgrowing a shoe, but this your favorite shoe. So I, I guess to go back to the question, um, and, and did that kind of help shape or frame frame it to you a little yeah. bit more clearly? Yeah. Can I, can I, oh, I'm so glad you. I, I don't know if it's the preacher in me or what, <laughs> but <laughs> when preacher, no, you know my dad was a preacher. Oh, okay. you know, I got you know my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think of it as an analogy of your favorite shoe. Uh, mm-hmm. It's your favorite shoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We just got finished talking about how we're always growing and developing. Right. 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 It's your favorite shoe, mm-hmm. but it's too small now. It hurts your feet. Yeah. If you keep rocking them shoes, mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt because mm-hmm. ain't no point are them shoes gonna stretch big enough to catch <laughs> up with. So sometimes, you know, it's one of them situations to where the shoe just don't fit no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and let mm-hmm. me say this. In, in my experience of dating, I'm on the opposite side where I didn't bought shoes. I didn't order. I knew what I needed. I ordered what I needed. But that company didn't make it to the same <laughs> size as I needed. It was a European. Yeah, right. Right. So I know I wear a 12, between the 12 and the 13. So I'm like, I ordered a 12 and a half to be safe. Yeah. It's still too tight. Yeah. But this joker is dope. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> them steppers is clean, you understand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so understanding that, and I'm glad that you highlighted that analogy, understanding that, what are you coming into um, the dating scene with in terms of your needs? What are you looking to be fulfilled in? I guess I'll start with you, Chris. Emotional intelligence. I need I need for a woman to understand that she is a very multifaceted emotional creature. And I am a very masculine, leadership-driven type of person. And unless we both understand our natural tendencies, we're going to butt heads. But if we, both, if, we, if we both understand our natural tendencies, we'll work. If not, we're going to butt heads. So understanding this is organically how I'm designed and wired to be. And I understand that you're going to be emotional and all of your women, woman stuff. But I'm also be a man and I'm sometimes can be, you know, maybe less emotional and more logical. But sometimes in being logical, you miss the you miss the emotional nuances. So I think that understanding that that's both both of those. Both of those mindsets can coexist if the other one is given respect to the other one. And that comes with the emotional intelligence of understanding first that she's not crazy. She's a woman with a lot of emotion, you know, and but at the same time, justifying poor behavior because you just felt the emotion is not correct either. Yeah, It's understanding, OK, I was emotional, but I need to figure this out. Something triggered me. What triggered me? Why did it trigger me? How can we communicate? Babe, you did this and. I know you didn't intend to do this, but this is how it triggered me. Well, why did it trigger you, babe? 
Well, when you said it, it just kind of reminded me of something. Oh, damn, did he said that? Yeah, and I was five. And like, maybe you can't pinpoint the moment, but just mm-hmm. understanding that it ain't me. It's that you were triggered by something and then your response was, but it wasn't me trying to do something to you. It's us having a dialogue about what triggered you in that way to have that knee-jerk reaction to it. And I think that if you're emotionally intelligent enough, we can work through anything else. So the first thing you have to be for me is emotionally intelligent. Okay, okay. So, Iman, yeah, <laughs> so when, I, when I'm going, I, I lie, bro. Can, hold on one huh? second. Huh? He, hold on one second. I want. Can I respond to him real quick? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. What I hear is what you're calling emotional intelligence. You're describing maturity. Sure. Um, and I think. That, because you can have somebody that emotional intelligence, in my understanding, is is saying that I understand my I understand what I'm bringing emotionally, and I can articulate and and be able to differentiate what I'm feeling, and I can express that to you. Yes. Hey man, don't be saying my answer, bro. Like, uh, okay. come on, okay, 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 okay. Go ahead, no, I want to just let the record show what right, I right, said next. Right, 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 right. I had it in my mind before already said, before you said. Go ahead, finish. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Right, right. So what what I'm no what I'm what I'm hearing from you is that the emotional. Um, intelligence, and then the idea of maturity. Maturity is saying that I understand that I come with history. I come with, I hate to say it, I come with baggage. Yeah. And I'm not going to push I'd rather say triggers. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, Yeah, I come with triggers. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But I come with triggers, but you've experienced some baggage. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so as, as a man, that everybody comes with these, they have these triggers, right? Um, so I respect that. Um, but I think the, the mature part is um, that you've grown up enough to not to attack the person, just not to attack the messenger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know people that can, they, they know they effed up. But they still dog the heck out of you. Yeah. So that, that was the only differentiation. Yeah, I no, no, no. Yeah, go, go ahead, Iman. Well, as I'm going to go ahead and repeat some of the same things <laughs> that we both said <laughs> on both sides. Right, right, right. Uh, for me, um, it's, it's kind of like the same thing that's that's needed in a, in a marriage, too, um, in regards to dating. But I wish it was something that I would have learned a, a sooner, <clears throat> right? So for me, it's uh, self-awareness and communication. Um, that when I'm saying that self-awareness, you like you brought up, both of you kind of brought up the, like, the emotional intelligence, right? And then mm-hmm. the triggers and all those things like that. But just even being aware that you have those things, these triggers or these baggage, or um, being aware of what your feelings are, that you, ha- that you have them, right? That, you know, you're angry about something, but what are you really angry about? Just having that awareness of what is the root of my problem, why I'm acting like this, or why I'm feeling like this. Can I jump one in? Yeah. So for me, when I think of intelligence, it's the lack of confusion. Mm. Right? If you're confused, like if I if I know something, I'm not confused about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you know something and you're 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 um knowledgeable about a thing, mm-hmm. you become intelligent about that thing. You okay. you understand it. Mm-hmm. So for me, almost the the word intelligence and understanding are interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. So when I 
to your point, when I think of emotional intelligence, I think of a person that has a high level of self-awareness and they understand themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I do something, you don't attack me or my character. You understand that this feeling that I'm feeling is real. Mm -hmm. I'm real pissed off right now that you did X, Y, and Z, but I understand that it stems from this. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking respectfully for you to not do this anymore because it makes me feel this way. And it's your job as the individual to understand this might be stupid to me. This don't sh this ain't got nothing to do with the uh, price of tea in China. But if I care about your feelings, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to trigger you because I understand that for you, this is a trigger. And that was something that I really, 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 really struggle with. Mm -hmm. But that's and mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. I think you, you included maturity in with your explanation of an intelligence or understanding. I can understand that the fire is hot. That doesn't mean that I'm grown enough to know that I don't want calluses on my fingertips. Well, I'm, sure. I'm talking about an even further step before that, knowing that their fire exists. Right, just the fact that concept of there's this this thing that produces heat is there, and, right. and that's yeah. like just knowing, you know, as a as a dude, as a man, you you don't access those parts of yourself regarding mm -hmm. emotions and feelings like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like by the time you're in a relationship with somebody, it's too late to like. Obviously, you can still grow, but it's kind of like you would really wish that you had went through some of these or talked about some of these things way before you're either dating. Or in a in a marriage, and yeah. when we're talking like that's something that I that I wish to go like now I'm understanding that now, but you know I'm not you know been in a relationship for a minute, so knowing that just the existence of this and it ain't gotta be perfect like it ain't gotta be on the level that either one of y'all are talking about, but just knowing that okay this thing is these these groups of feelings and emotions are here and understanding that I need to explore these and I need to go ahead and work through these. And mm. it's not going to be perfect from the beginning, but I'm going to grow in this understanding into this person that becomes more emotionally intelligent and understanding that uh, these are the things I need to go ahead and do instead of just ignoring them or pushing them to the side, you know, just knowing that the whole is there, mm -hmm. you know, at, at, you know, at that point. So you, knowing yeah. the, what is there? The whole H O L E. Oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> what kind of marriage are we? Talking about. I mean, look, she there. <laughs> what you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. So, yeah, I, I like, I like all those, all those. Okay, <laughs> um, th that's dope. I, I guess I'll share mine. Um, so the question is, what are we looking to be fulfilled in as you're dating? Mm -hmm. um, just like when I entertain people, I'm trying to see if these people can meet the person I'm interested in becoming. So uh, for me, I think them being cooperative, um, everything's not a fight, it's not a challenge. I, I've, I've learned that women love challenges. They love to figure stuff out. They, the more that they, the more that you get them up here where you're not like predictable, I, it, it, it's it's amazing, yeah. But I don't want to be the challenge when I get home. Right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know. Argue, yeah, yeah. So is is being able to turn it on and turn it off. I know I can get complicated. I think as men, I think we all can. But being able to know that a th this ain't the time for that, and and that sensitivity is important. So being cooperative is very important to me. Mm. Um, also, the whole idea of being selfless. Um, 
where I know just the kind of man I am, I will give. If that's not reciprocated, I will feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I heard the sister say, actually, a couple of days ago, that when she's dating, she she looks at this as investments. She doesn't invest anything that will hurt her if the investment goes wrong. I That that made me feel a certain kind of way. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that, that made me, I, that didn't sit right with me because if we're trying to build, so in my mind, the only reason I, I didn't, I'm spending time with you and the quality time that I'm spending because I see you as a candidate, right? Yeah. And I, I want to make sure if I give you anything, what what are you going to give back in return? Because they say when you give a woman something, she, she returns, multiplies. She, yeah. yeah, for sure. So if I give you love, are you going to start putting that in your mind as a way to throw it back when we're in an argument? Sure. You know what I mean? Because that was one of my vulnerable times. If if I give you a a secret of mine, are you going to like store it away? You know what I mean? So it's like now now we're not building anymore. We, what we're doing is we're, we're trying paying to, for war. Yeah, we're strategizing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're building playing up chess. enemies. Yeah, we're building ammunition towards each other. Yeah. Right. So I think just that whole idea of being selfless, where it's is is not like you're not doing this for me. This is the kind of woman that you are. Sure. You know what I mean? So when you're dealing with your parents and with your family, it, it's there. It's just it's consistent, right? So for me, those are the two things that I look for. Oh, um, can I want to I want to say something to that point you made about old girl saying that she doesn't invest in anything that she's not sure is going to be a return. Yeah. No, 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 no. She says she doesn't invest in anything that if she leaves, she will be hurt because she invested. She over invested. Right. OK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, e- yeah. Either way. Yeah. For me. And again, I start off my TED Talk I by saying... I don't have all the answers, Sway. <laughs> hey, listen, I am not a relationship guru. This is not... This is just Christopher McClendon. I believe that you're... There's certain laws in the universe. And there's cliche sayings that coincide with this school of thought. No pain, no gain. You get what you give. Take your pick. I think that you only, I think of it like a pendulum. You, the, the amount of bliss and happiness that you experience in life, the other side of that is the amount of hurt and pain that you're willing to sacrifice to experience that. I don't think that you can not take a risk and then find the most blissful, loving relationship in the world that you've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. I think that the only way mm-hmm. you can accomplish having this blissful relationship is up the here pain to come with is it. is to be able to be w- not hopefully not experience the pain but be willing to experience whatever you would need to 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 have that you have to be willing to say whatever and now I'm not suggesting that person get abused I'm not suggesting you say anything yeah. abusive I'm saying that you can't be guarded and say I'm not willing to potentially get played. But see, bro, that, what we're talking about, we're talking about vulnerability Vulnerability, now. yeah. That, that's mean you opening your heart. Yeah. That right there doesn't, it doesn't happen in dating. Sure. And when it does happen in dating, you need to identify that and keep that person close. Yeah. If you got somebody that can be vulnerable with you, the only trick to that 
is that if they are vulnerable with everybody. But how do you know? How do you know what's true vulnerability and not codependency? So, I- explain the difference in your mind. So it could be a situation to where somebody could just be feeling your vibe. They think that you got some money, or they think that you got a resource, and they just might be in need at the time. A per uh, for for a woman that doesn't have doesn't have any money or doesn't have any resources a guy with money and resources she will cling to and make feel like you're the best thing that ever happened I'll do anything for you da, 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 da. Oh, and that's easy and it'll and it'll and it'll have the the facade of vulnerability because you're needed yeah that's easy to identify the the moment that you don't do something that is beneficial for them if they respond where I understand I know you can't do it Typically, those type of people don't respond that that understandingly. They they respond in a way like, "Well, you said," or they they get it normally gets agitated. And for me, my experience has been it feels off. Like their response is just even if they don't say anything in that moment, it just feels it's like yeah, something ain't right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've learned to trust my gut. So when I notice that you. Like we've been in a groove this whole time. I've been giving, you've been giving back, and now I, I, I live because I don't do tests. Or I try not to do tests, um, and I say try not to because again, sometimes when people trigger you, you put that that kind of picking yeah. uh sh- shield up, and it may look like a test, and it's because you they got too close and they haven't announced themselves as a pe- as, as as them coming in peace. Mm-hmm. So you know you might put that wall up. So for me, that's how I would identify that. Well, you know, yeah. it's you're talking about vulner- vulnerability, though, right? Like, depending on the type of person that you are, uh, like for me, I would consider myself a pretty open person, and not everybody likes that in regards to being sure. being being that open and vulnerable. And so, when you're talking about vulnerability, I'm thinking about just in regards to sharing of yourself and who you truly are, and. I'm not the type of person that likes to become callous because of a situation that I've been in or gone through. Sure. So I kind of like make it a conscious effort. Like, well, we still going to learn from this experience, but I'm not going to let this change me into away from the person I really want to go ahead and be. So I'm still going to have that vulnerability regardless. But that's what I was saying yeah. earlier. That that was kind of the point that that was the, the, the place that I've gotten to. But I also understand a scar from the perspective that you just can't give that vulnerability to anybody you meet because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, why put yourself through unnecessary hurt? I think that what I've started doing is being a little bit more selective in yep. who I give that energy to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you know, if if you chosen, then hey, good for you. You know, but there's no but I've I'm not anymore putting the mandate that just because I choose to love you, that you have to love me back or that you have to do anything for me. If I choose to be vulnerable with you, it was my choice. It was Mm -hmm. my decision. Mm -hmm. And I can't be mad at you if you're not at that same space or you Mm -hmm. don't give it back either the way I want you to. And I used to be really frustrated with people if I didn't feel like I was getting back the return on my investment. But I think that also goes back to you being able to identify what your needs is. If you are a person that need this type of response from your old lady and you're not getting it, 
then you have to start to analyze, is this the relationship for me? Because this is something I need, but you also have to communicate that first. Sure. So if you're not opening your mouth and you're like, well, you're not, you know, if you don't say nothing about, well, you're not communicating to my love language or whatever the expression is that you share, if that's not being understood, then that's that's one thing. Yeah. I want to get back to Imani's point um, that you made. You You mentioned about you not being the person who kind of goes um callous when things right. go wrong. Yeah. yeah, exactly what Chris said. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most um like I think that that is that's that's the goal N- not to allow, you know, when you get beat up, not to allow yourself to become the monster that just attacks you. Well, from your perspective it seems like a monster, but this is a person that had a similar experiences. They going through the same stuff mm-hmm. and that's just yeah. how they 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 showed it, right? Yeah. So, um I think that's a beautiful thing for a human being, man or woman, for you to go through these bad experiences and the, the only way you can do what you said um bro is you have to go inside yourself and you got to reflect because if if you know that no matter what nobody come at you with, that they can't like conquer you, they can't get you, yeah. that gives you, th- that makes you want to be more open because ain't nobody going to harm you. It's like you can be you and you still taken care of. But once you start feeling, and that's why I opened up with, um, when stuff start racing in your head and you don't feel protect, you don't feel like people got your back. Like the people that you thought was down like four flats, all of a sudden they start showing you other sides of them that you never saw. Or all of a sudden, like your your grandparents is is dying. And these people you would talk to and like they would give you gain. They, you know, they just talk to you. So I think that that is a very important thing for all of us to do to be able to not become what this world is showing us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even when you get beat up. So I appreciate can, can you for I, saying can that. I, can, I, can I add one thing to that? I think that in doing that, I think that a way to do that, which is something that I've done, is that when you start to really realize that the point you made earlier is that typically when people are doing that, they're on the same journey that you're on. Yes, sir. Mm, tell them doing being vulnerable. No, in terms of figuring this shit out, like yeah. they don't have the answers themselves. Yep. They're experiencing mm-hmm. her. They're they're having a reaction to, and when you when you really again, that's why I was so thankful to have that full. Like I've hurt people. I've been hurt. I've been misunderstood. I've misunderstood. Yes, sir. And when you when you get the full spectrum of it, and you look at yourself in the mirror and be you like, more understanding. You you understand. Yeah. Yeah. How a person can be put in that position. Cause like how many times this is a TMI, but no, I'm talking here, shit. Yeah. We I remember one time getting into it with my children's mom, and we got into a heated debate. Yeah. And she hit me with a bottle. I was walking down the stairs and she hit me in the back of my head with a jug of milk. Oh man. She threw it at me. Hope it was plastic and not that uh that big, big glass bottle. No, it was it was jug. I mean okay. it was all plastic. <laughs> But I literally ran up the stairs, yeah, to chase after, and I don't know what I was gonna do. I was just so mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I got up to her, I stopped. Yep. And in that moment, I yep. say, I, I understand in yep. this very moment 
how a guy could put his hands on a woman. Yes, sir. And up until this very moment, I never in a million years... I would never do that. I would never put my hands on a woman. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but I understand. But listen, and, at the, and, and I didn't do it. I didn't yeah. listen. I didn't put my hands on her, but yeah. at that moment, you understood. I understood. Yes, sir. I under, And just because you understand it don't mean you necessarily got to fulfill it. Yep. But having that level of understanding mm. made me move different because at that point I realized that I, would, I wouldn't do certain things that would trigger her in a certain way to have that reaction that would put me in that space yep. to have that reaction. That's the self-awareness. But, but that's where about. the emotional yeah. intelligence and self-awareness comes in. Yeah, yeah but sometimes you, you, what I want, the kind of relationships I want, I want my... And we're talking about women, right? So I want my woman to do whatever is natural to her. And I want to be so developed where it doesn't, you you can't bother me. It's un, you unfazed by it. Yeah, well, yeah. you can't bother me. I, and but I that's, don't want, that's self-work, though. It, yeah, that's why I yeah, said yeah, it I want to be, yeah, well, it takes a lot of work if you don't pay attention to it. If well, you're constantly working on yourself, it's not a lot of work. It's a habit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I want to be the kind of person where, you can have a bad day, and I'm still like, "Yo, you good? Let's let's go do something silly, right?" Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I was about to go somewhere else. You you said something, and hold on, let me yeah, pause yeah, you yeah. one more time. Yep. And that was another thing that I dealt with in my in my last relationship, uh-huh. my last serious relationship, uh-huh. is that I got to a point where I'm genuinely in my heart a good guy. And I want you to, as my lady, to always see me as a good guy. So what would happen was is when you would act out of character and get emotional and you would like flare up instead of being steadfast, I would get so frustrated that you saw me differently. Mm. Even even if it was just in the moment, mm-hmm. if you said something that was like, you were this kind of person or you selfish or you this it would frustrate me because I try so hard to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. I would get out of pocket and start becoming like you keep saying I'm petty. I'm going to be petty now because mm-hmm. me trying to be good. You thought I was petty. I'm going to show you what petty yeah. look like so that you can differentiate. If you're going to confuse me, if you're going to say that Since I'm stealing confuse, or I'm cheating, then I'm going to cheat. Let me go show yeah. you. Let me go yeah. show you what that energy really looked like yeah. so you can differentiate. Oh, yeah. before you wasn't, oh, this is what you are now. Yeah. So you thought I was petty before? I'm yeah. going to show you what I look like petty. Yep. Then you're going to think, oh, he wasn't petty before. This is what petty look like. And that's me not standing square on who I am. Mm. I, I let yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't mature enough. And I was about to say the same word. Yes, sir. I wasn't mature enough yep. to be steadfast, and that's one thing that even now I feel as it's going to be essential to be the man that I want to be is being steadfast in who I who I want to the type of man that I want to be. Yeah, if I was doing the work on myself, to your point, when she had those moments, mm-hmm. I would have been steadfast. Like, mm-hmm. listen. It's cool. But, I, go ahead. Yeah, bro. What what I understand with that is one, words don't teach. Experiences teach. Okay. So sometimes we say the kind of man we want to be, but we don't have it. Like, okay, it was this prayer that I saw. They said um, a woman prayed to God that she wanted to be strong. So he gave her an he opportunity. Gave a, whole, yeah, yes. a whole bunch of challenges. Listen, listen. So, yeah, yeah, so he gave all these analogies and we saying the kind of men that we want to be mm. not understanding the flip side of that. Mm. You can't be mature if you don't do immature stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, j- We have to understand both sides because 
one of the biggest lessons I'm learning about mm, being in a re- about being in a relationship is my relationship with my daughter. Sure, bro. I talk sometimes. I catch myself from talking so hard, but then I have to realize where is this coming from? Because I'm I'm questioning and and always trying to better myself, and I'm like. Bro, be easy. Yeah, you ain't relax. gotta be that yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I talk to her now, it's a it's a lot more calm, cool, collected. We laugh about the thing. You know, you 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 have to be able to forgive yourself for making mistakes. And the truth is, it's not a mistake if you don't have a guideline that is easily accessible. How are you supposed to know which direction to go? So you bust a right and you 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 looking at your compass, oh, this is actually going east and I'm trying to go north, then you you adjust, right? So we gotta forgive ourselves. You know yeah, what? Yes, it's sir. funny, it's funny you say that. You're not laughing though. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, it's funny, yes, it's, it's funny you say that because I remember in that same relationship having a conversation about and this is again TMI. We, I did mushrooms for the first time. Okay. The first and only time. Okay. And they say when you do mushrooms, you get revelation. Yes, sir. I, I didn't know anything about it, but I remember us crying together. Mm. And she was crying for two different reasons, but I was crying to her and I was saying that I think, I know we're not going to be together. Mm. We're not going to make it. And I said, because the lessons that we have to learn is going to take for us to separate, have to separate yeah. from this. Because here's the thing. I knew for me, it was going to be a situation to where I needed to learn the steadfastness mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it was going to take for me to lose, have to walk away from something and reposition myself differently to actually become that person, make those mistakes to become that person that I needed to be. For you, and this is what I said to her, it's going to take for you to lose something that you wanted so badly because you didn't make the adjustments. Basically, it's the same thing on the opposite end. Mm -hmm. But to your point, it took for that thing to happen for you to actually, words don't teach, experiences do. You had to have that experience to have that depth of knowledge now. This is how I need to move if I want this. You got breath. You ain't got depth. Yes, sir. Exactly. So for me now... There are certain things that I would never do now that I couldn't have read in the book. Nobody could have. My experience taught me in order to have something I need to move like this. And I agree with that 1000%, man. So um, I'm not as hard on myself about it. I'm just aware that that's what it was. So I could talk self-deprecating in a way that's not condemning to myself. I'm I'm. I'm a solid dude, like, right now, today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm solid because of the experiences I had, and mm-hmm. I'm still continuing to improve on myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not farcical about what I want, and I also understand that I'm not a, even now as solid of a person I am. I'm still not perfect. I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm forgiving myself for what I did, what I'm going to do, and I'm, I'm present about where I am. That's that, deep. That, that's, that's, deep. That, that's dope. And um, I think that one of the most important things for all of us to remember is that you have to live your life being open and free to follow your inspirations, even if that inspiration is a mess up. You know what I mean? But I, I think sometimes we are so much in survival mode, we forget 
about being, we forget what inspiration is. It ain't until we see some food that we get inspired to eat. You know what I mean? Sure. As opposed to you being able to smell something and being triggered like, yo, I want to get up and make this apple pie. My grandma used to make it like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And sometimes those inspiration, it reveals other things that get you to your purpose. Mm-hmm. So it goes back. Now, this brings me back to the second question from the first question I asked y'all. <laughs> the second question is, what needs are you looking for? Um what needs do you think the women that you date are looking for their men to satisfy? The getting better podcast women's edition yeah. question right there. I, that's a deep uh money. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> no, go ahead, Chris. Chris, you think it's just money? I think that women I think that most women feel that financial stability is the most important thing above all. Mm. And I think that a lot of women would do anything to be um, carefree when it comes to financial stability. I've seen women put up with the most egregious disrespect Mm. just so that they didn't have to worry about finances, Mm. you know? And unfortunately... Well, well, let me say this. Uh, Chris, you know that this means that for those kind of women... You got to have some bread. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> You're not talking right, about yeah. no cat that, that's just making 50, 60,000. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, that's yeah, I appreciate that. Sure. I yeah. mean, I, I would, well, I think that, you know, and I mean, I'm, I'm obviously embellishing a little bit, but I think that more than anything, women want to feel safe. So I say safe, and that means safe with their emotions, safe. In general, but I also feel like at my role as a man is to provide safety to the women in my life, my daughter, my sister. My, if there's a woman in my reach or in my circle or in my sphere or whatever, it's my duty to make them safe. Yeah, and I, that's that's a perfect. I also believe that, however, I think we should be clear on what safety means. Sometimes safety, in in my experience, could be you being an ear for somebody to just emotionally let go. They can trust you with their emotions. Yeah, it's it's not always you being the dude that's going to beat somebody up. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I can't provide safety for somebody who is putting themselves in positions where it won't be safe for me. Sure. So that, that you're not looking for safety. What you're looking for is attention. Sure. So I think we we have to be clear as men on defining what safety is. And and a lot of times it's emotional, like like you were saying, being able to have an ear, not not giving any problem, not giving any solutions, sure. but just listening to what you're saying. Yeah. So no, that's 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 dope. But not to to your point, like I think that it looks like a lot of different things. It could be spiritually safe. Absolutely. She, she, there are certain God-given uh, things inside of her that she has to fulfill. Yes, like she sir. has to, there's, there's a, there's She's a feminine pregnant. energy. There's a, there's an energy that she carries with her that if she doesn't do this, she doesn't feel fulfilled. Yep. But she needs to be able to trust you as a man yep. that she's safe to do that. Yes, sir for her to truly walk in her purpose. Because yes, if she out there living in it and walking in it, you that's a very vulnerable space to be in. Yeah. Because you could just as easily take advantage of that, manipulate her, 
and all of that. So she got to feel safe yeah. to be able to do that. So again, safe could be financial, spiritual, emotional, physical, so many different things. But I think if I had to just coin it to one word, I think safety across the board, a woman is, that's all she's looking for. Imani, what about you, brother? So I would, um, I would say in regards to what are women looking for, I would say it's different for each woman, right? And I'm going to say it's different for each woman because depending on what they've gone through growing up or gone through in their life, uh, that trauma or that issue might define what they want and looking for. And I'm not necessarily saying that um, what they're looking for because of the trauma is good or bad, you know, it determines on that depends on what's going on. But that so if it's is, trauma, it's probably bad. Well, like for example, right? Somebody could be traumatic, have the traumatic experience of being homeless uh, mm-hmm. for a period of time. Right. And so because they were homeless for a period of time, they make sure that their families always has a house or is provided for in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. So even though it was a negative experience, something positive came out of it just in the way that they lived their life. Sure. So I think that when it comes, you know, it's men and women too, but I, I think more more of women because a lot of things happen to women, right? Sure. And so when they get out into the dating, uh, to the dating world, dating age, those things that happen to them is informing their decisions on what they want and looking for. And sometimes, like I said, it may be good, it may be bad. And until that is healed, Right. Hold then, on, bro. Let me yeah. make sure I heard you correctly. Uh-huh. You said m- more things happen to women. I yes, want to make sure I heard you correctly. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not de- uh, denying our experience. I'm just saying what what I'm just saying regarding that. So the things that happen to them help define what they're looking for in a relationship or in a man. And mm-hmm. unless sometimes if, if those things get healed, right, then that might not be a positive outcome that they're looking for that they're trying to go ahead and get. Uh, up until that healing happens. So in regards to what they're looking for, I, I think it could be multiple things and it might take a long time for it to even become or get to a point where the thing that they are trying to look for is positive, is good because now the he- maybe a healing has happened, right? If there's been a negative experience that caused them to have a negative reaction and now the ways that they interact or are looking for a man to provide and do certain things, now it's changed. You know, the example of, like you brought up, uh, fi- you know, finances, Right. A woman feeling like that she's there to be cared or taken care of. Well, that might stem from the fact that growing up, she didn't have that from her father, right? That might be a possibility. Or she's had experiences where she was looking for a man to help and provide for, her and they weren't. So now she's in the overdrive and looking, saying, okay, I'm going to work hard. I want to make sure I'm able to provide for myself and provide this money. And now she says, well, I'm looking for a partner to do the same exact thing, to go ahead and provide. He needs to make the same amount of money that I have and do these things. And now she's going out looking for those things. She's been doing this for 10, 15 years. And because she never dealt with the issue of being of scarcity in regards to not having money, now she's like, well, I haven't found that person, but it turns out that's not the thing that I needed or needed to have in the first place. That's just me activating from that issue that I had from such a long time ago. And now it's like, okay, well, now I'm looking for somebody I can spend time with, actually cares about me, blah, 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 whatever. You know, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking that uh, that it, it could be many different things and it can, it can even change in 15 or 20 years later. You know, I appreciate that. Um, I think you, you well, for me to answer the question is not different from what y'all said. Um, I, what I put down before you were talking is I put down security, but security and safety is kind of 
one and the same. So I don't have any new information to share on that. What I think um, sometimes the women that I attract look for. Um, I do want to respond to um, something that you brought up, Imani, which is about the trauma. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times as human beings, men and women, we don't process the experiences that we have uh, been through. Uh, sometimes we don't even, um, we don't bring it up again. We, we shut it out. Yeah. So the only way that you can have a trigger is if you haven't dealt with the thing that is triggering you. So what that means is that you're not doing the, and I hate, I, I don't really like it when people say this, doing the work. You I know, mean, that's, that's yeah, a valid point, though, yeah, you know? Yeah. But so, it, well, I got a question. So uh-huh. if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that if you've done the, like, even if you're completely, you say you're only triggered if you're not healed by that thing. I'm saying you're, um, look, okay, let me, let me rephrase. Well, let me say it again. Let me repeat. What I'm saying is that you get triggered you you get annoyed or you get off your square when you haven't resolved something that you've went with dealt with before. Sure. Um so if if you're saying that um like okay a woman going through my phone or no let me make it more simple a woman going through my pockets <laughs> right, right. that that it's not a trigger. It's an it's an annoyance. Is is to me that's a lack of respect. What, what what are you what are you getting at? And what that shows me is that there's no boundaries on what we can and cannot do in a relationship for somebody to just go through your pockets. Now I'm talking about when you close off, not like you sitting in the chair and she just come and put her hands in your pocket. <laughs> but but it's just an understanding on what the boundaries is. That That's one. So, yeah, I think if you do have a trigger that hasn't been dealt with, then, then yeah, you're going to be unsettled whenever you hear something that, that res- reminds you of that. So, yeah, to, ask, to respond to your question, absolutely. If you're not, and I can't even say healed, because sometimes, you can be okay with something, but it's still not okay. But you understand and you let it go. You know what I mean? You you have you feel you have control now. Um, so so yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just wanted to say that sometimes when we so don't... so so the, um so it'd be almost like if a person is allergic to shellfish, and you gave them something and they have a reaction to it, they're not gonna be sitting there going. They like yeah, my. I, I just ate some shellfish. Let me go take an epi. I know exactly what this is. Let me Absolutely. just go ahead and, you know, because I already know. I just got I got an EpiPen. I'm good. Yeah, they're, you know empo- they're empowered. Yeah. They, they know that if it comes, oh, that, that's that's easy. Yeah, we good. I know what this is. You know, but sometimes when it's brand new to you, or like one thing that I experienced, Chris and Imani, I would tell people stuff and they would freak out. And I realized that you can't put truth on some people who don't reflect. Because that would make them feel less than. And so I had to start to, like, cut back on what I say. Like, I say a lot of jokes. And I say jokes because it's the easiest way for people. It's the easiest. It's a medicine. It's like the truth with medicine. 
Yeah, but sometimes when people start, <laughs> like sometimes they just put a, a block on them. Whenever I say anything, they they like they yeah. they get that n word. Please, you yeah. know what I mean? Because <laughs> they know you're trying to, you know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, sneak something in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to like yo, I'm trying to make this as fun and light as possible. So th- I, I just wanted to, to share that Imani, you had kind of it it touched me when you said that you know these these traumatic experiences that people have, I, I realize that some people don't deal with it and it's, it's hard to deal with it. So it goes back to your original question, Imani, on what is the spaces that allow us to talk through these things yeah. as men? Yeah. That, that's what my focus is right now. Yeah. I want to get to the foundation of, yo, we got stuff we need to deal with in these areas of self and these areas of family mm-hmm. and these areas of our community, our nation, our neighborhood and our race. We got to deal with all of this stuff. And what's the foundation? What questions are we asking? How are we challenging ourselves as men? Mm-hmm. So so that's that's that. Look, um, I, I would I would say just to interject that. You have to educate yourself no different than anything else. If you want to get good at basketball, the only way you're going to be able to get good is by getting the ball and practicing. And I think that, you know, the information was a much difficult to get, much more difficult to get when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Now you have, you know, Jason Wilson and um, what is it? The um, battle cry. Yeah, the battle cry. You have, um, what's my man's name? Uh <sighs> Men ver- male versus men. I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of information out there. I'll yep. I'll send you the link in the bio and something. But yeah, there's 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 many books out there, and I think also by men that are doing the work, being more vocal about how they're moving. Yeah. To and the younger th- crowd, but, but that's the point that I was yeah. making. That, that what what avenues do we have to talk because just because you see something on one issue that we have is that we don't know how to talk and converse with each other outside of the social media dilemma that we we've all experienced so get watching the youtube video that's one thing reading a book that's one thing but where can i go where i can have a conversation or i can call in and like yo where y'all gonna be i want to kick it with y'all so i'm saying those type of um, institutions, those type of discussions need to be had where people know they're not out here by themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? We like, like we said a lot of stuff that could be simple to us, but it mean the world to other people. So I want to create a space where, yo, you having the same issue that we having, and we can talk about it. So yeah, yeah so that, that that's that. I want right. to, I want to, um, one say, Chris, I appreciate it, man. Imani, I appreciate y'all energy. Hey, bro. Yeah, we, we, we pushed it today. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting to go an hour and 30 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that that we had a lot to say to this, and I think a lot of it was inspiring. So kind of wrapping it up, um, what would you want to say to our brothers and sisters out there that you want to leave with them? Um, I would just say um, it is the man's responsibility to love and protect women. And I think that we do that through self-awareness, understanding and leadership. And I think that the only way we do that is by having conversations and getting as much information as we can get. And um, really looking at your own action and, and taking responsibility for your action and not blaming other people for 
how you react to, oh, she made me do this and she did Accountability, yeah. Take accountability yes, for your sir. actions. Mm-hmm. Learn from it, move on and grow. And, and let's be leaders out here, man. We got to be leaders. Yes, sir. Imani. Yeah, so, you know, I'm glad that we are having these conversations here on the Getting Better podcast. Um, if there is any spaces that we can think of where we can have these conversations outside or off of social media, you know, the barbershop might be one uh, I can think of. But that's, you know, that's kind of public. It's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot it more, ain't like this. Yeah, 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 you can't be vulnerable there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot more posture in there. So it's like, I don't know. Where, 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 you know, where is the space to, to go ahead and have these, these, uh, these kind of talks? Cause I know I ain't talking about none of this stuff when I, you know, exactly. growing up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it, maybe that's something we got to do, bro. Like create an actual space for real, like outside of here. You know, every Tuesday up at that at, at uh, the at the chicken joint. I don't know something. So yeah, yeah. No, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, that's all that's all I got. All right, take us home, brother. Yes, sir. So I want to leave us with a quote that I that I saw. Um and the quote reads an unhealed person can find offense in about pretty much anything. A healed person understands that the actions of others have nothing to do with them. Jared Wilson. I'll read that again. An unhealed person can find offense in about anything, in about pretty much anything. But a healed person understands that the actions of others have nothing to do with them. Jared Wilson. I shared that because we've been talking a lot about uh, triggers. We've been talking a lot about maturity. We've been talking a lot about just self-development. And I think as we go away um, with this conversation, I want to just tell everybody that we have to continue to look at being more developed in terms of ourselves and being more accountable with ourselves and with each other. So with that being said, everybody stay strong, stay focused, and remember, the only limits we have are the ones we place on ourselves. So, thanks, everybody. All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Thanks a lot. Mm. Better, better, better. Got the Eric Roverson vibe on. We keep getting better, better, better. We keep getting better, better, better. Better, 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 we keep getting better.